Uh, what episode is this, Chad? <laughs> episode 86 of Slappercast, a weekly talk show with Blaggards. 86. How you doing, guys? 86, that means we have to erase this episode. 86, it, baby. 86. Yeah, you're right. That's uh, that diner talk. Is that is that food service very talk? Very good, right? very good. Yeah. I wonder why they chose 86. Well, it's it happened back in... <laughs> <laughs> the Earl of Sandwich days. Yes. Yeah, I was really hopeful there for a second. Yeah, we got a couple of people that can answer any question. Fact. Or fiction. Not withholding. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> well, Outstanding. This is... Uh, Damn good coffee. Hey, who who makes this coffee? Let me tell you about it. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Well, it was a. Uh, I, I hang around the you know the the back of grocery stores and I wait till the eighty six the coffee and I take it home. No, this is a. Uh, this is uh, our favorite. We're back to we've we've a uh, few episodes ago we had our friend up in Alaska send us some great coffee that was tremendous and then we had uh, we've tried some of the H E B. We tried their espresso roast, which I thought was great. Did you? Oh, I didn't. We didn't. That was a different. And then um, this did we, is. Did we what, not have that one? What? Did we not have that one? We did. Yeah, we did. But yeah. I think we were. I think it was one of those frantic uh, get get the guest set up episodes. We, we didn't talk about it. Yeah, we yeah we, we oh. missed it. And uh, alas, yes. But this one now we're back to Seattle's best. Who, uh, if you're questioning your manhood or your your <laughs> taste for coffee or your womanhood or you're just if you're confused get yourself some seattle's best <laughs> number five dark roast and not only is it the less the least expensive of all the the brands at uh heb or kroger or wherever you shop iga um, yeah stop and shop trader trader, trader joe's trader joe let me uh, say that again <laughs> and uh but it's it is the strongest and the best and the most reliable because back in the day I used to drink uh, Brothers Coffee and you would get different a fog lifter I'd mix fog lifter with their uh, Nepenthe or their um, Aponis. they had all these different dark roasts that were fantastic the only one I didn't like was Sumatra um, tasted like low tide mm. and uh, it was Brothers a local company was that a huge no company? no no that's an international they it were is? all man okay. they were they were in supermarket they had. They had little kiosks in in malls and shops and stores and all kinds of stuff, but they had a freestanding one here in town yeah. forever. Well, and so that? that's where I started to experiment with the. What I'm saying is, they had <laughs> even even with their best that's their best right. dark coffee. Yes, there it would it would vary the taste and the the boldness and the, the it would vary. And a friend of mine, uh, Andy Weaver, uh, told me one time that his his theory on that was the you know when they're growing the beans you know some years that they have they have you know perfect weather sometimes it's inclement weather sometimes it's you know so so that you're going to get a different so i don't know what seattle's best is doing but they are knocking it out of the park every bag every time every bean mm -hmm. and uh, you might want to take that out that was a little racist would you uh to the folks at home would you recommend they use tap water for coffee, or should they use like That's a spring a water? Great question, Eric. Why don't you come over here? Sit. Let me come on. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the, 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 so there's there's two things that you have to do. You just absolutely have to do. You have to take your Keurig out in the back garden and shoot it, and and don't miss. Shoot it two or three times. Just blow it up. That's not coffee. Second thing you have to do is use filtered water, preferably uh, you know good. You know, good water because that's where that's where you're starting with. If you're using tap water and you're living in sunny old Houston, yeah, it's it's it's. I'll take a side of arsenic with my coffee, yeah, please. Yeah, kind of crap. Not joking, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the, so you start there. You start with the thing, and then um, you know, depending on how you like, um, I, I like to be able to walk on my coffee, and you know, in Texas, I say you can float a horseshoe on it; it's ready. That's exactly yeah. perfect. Yeah. Man, just. Eric, take over. You, you're done. You've done. Anyway, folks, welcome to the <laughs> podcast at number eighty six, Slappercast. Uh, uh, I'll be your host today, and we have uh, Patrick Devlin with us. Uh, he's 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 been nice enough to host at his place. Chad, of course, behind the board, uh, adding comment about most everything that happens, pushing the buttons, pushing our buttons mm -hmm. a lot of times because he's very uh, he gets feisty. That Chad Chad Richard Small gets feisty. Sometimes. That's his middle name. <laughs> Richard, yeah, Chad Feisty Small. Chad, Chad F. Small. Chad Feisty. Anyway, I want to say one thing before we get really started. 
I've been listening to the, uh, so Mr. Bungle is a, is a band I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. It's uh, Mike Patton from uh, Faith No More. And, but now he's got Dave Lombardo playing drums for him. Excellent. And they released, they have a new record coming out and they released two songs. Dave Lombardo is a mofo. He is so good. He's such a great drummer. I don't know why he's not, you know, I've said celebrated that more than, 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 than he is. I mean, he's just such a fantastic drummer. Ridiculous how good he is. I, 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 again, I completely agree. See? I, I cannot, I'd love to argue with you, but that's, I've said for, for years that Dave Lombardo from Slayer, if you're unfamiliar, um, and, and he also, he also worked with suicidal tendencies. He's played with a bunch of people, but, but let me, let me say on that. I think what happened, what, it, and again, it just, just, just my opinion. So it means nothing to me. I'm wearing a Britney, t- Britney Spears shirt and a Madonna thong. So do not listen <laughs> to, to my, but it, to, to, to me, uh, Slayer, they, they, every album was better than the next. It was one of the few bands that just, and it was really difficult too, because, you know, when they, when they did Rain and Blood, I said, that's it. There's no way they're going to top that. They're going to come out with a girls, girls, girls cover, or, you know, they're going to come out with, you know, we didn't start the fire, whatever it was. And, but they, they, they got better and better and better and better. But then they kind of plateaued around the, around the Christ Illusion record, I thought. And, Oh, when was before that? Is that when Dave left? Yeah. Wait. He left uh, the band and came back and he left again. Yeah. 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 And, and, and for a good reason, too. They were beholden. Not, I'm not beholden, but they were. It, it, it seems to me from the stories that he's told, and he's been very polite about it. He was. Uh, um, the, they, they, they seem to just give all the power to the record company and just say, let's go. Or else Kerry King and Tom Mariah were. I think management. Yes, took the bulk of the financial responsibility and and basically paid, um, not Tom and not Carrie. I mean, whoever else. I mean, was Henneman still in the band? Was he still alive by then? I think. Yeah, Him I think Lombardo. his last one was the the World Painted Blood. I think that was Henneman's last. Yeah, so I think that those guys were just getting more like a salary. Yeah, and with the amount of t shirts sold at concerts, oh, and yeah, not, yeah, every show sure. was being sold out by then. Everybody has mostly a- because when I talk to Dave, I go, "Do you think people go to see Slayer because you're in the band again?" And he said, "You talked to Dave Lombardo." I did, <laughs> and he said, "I kind of think there's some truth to that." Yeah. He wasn't a dick about it. He yeah, was just like what- he's like he's like I know that people like it when I play drums, and I think and I think a lot of people were going to see Slayer because Dave Lombardo was playing. Even non drummers. We're going because guilty. He was back on on the kit. Paul Bostaff is fantastic. He's, he is fantastic. But would you agree with me that he's he, he's a very square sounding drummer? After you hear square meaning, rigid. I think, I think he just kind of he plays he plays the songs, which is great. He plays the songs and he, and he gets through the song and they're great. But Dave has that spark. He's got that imagination that might be a little bit. And and I, I think he's he's played higher a whole. He's played he's his his. Um, Abilities. He's just played in every genre. It seems he's, you know, he's. Yeah, I mean everything. He's played with John Zorn, who's kind of a free jazz kind mm-hmm. of guy. You know, he's played with Suicidal. He's played with Mr. Bungle. He's played in a band called Dead Cross, who I really like a lot now. Yeah, they're they're yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're really been, good. Been meaning to uh, again another Mike Patton uh, thing, um, but and of course Slayer. But uh, yeah, so, just, so, just so what some, I was saying with, with with Slayer was they 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 kind of plateaued at, at at a certain time, and it seemed to me that. That Lombardo was, uh, and, and it was before Christ Illusion. It was, uh, um, but it just seemed like he was still expanding, and his his fills and his his uh, the, the 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 beats that he was bringing to the he just was getting a lot more melodic with his playing, and and for 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 a drummer, I think that's one of my favorite things is to a you know you have to have the chops, you have to be able to 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 accommodate the song and drive the band, drive the band first and accommodate the song. But he seemed to have been just taken off on his own. Uh, uh, he was just being playing out of his mind and yeah. playing these. So that's what, that's how it felt to me. So when I heard Wallstaff play with them, I said, yeah, it was, you know, it, it, it's still good. And you sure. still want to see that. You still want to, still want to hear the songs, but. Uh, well, maybe Carrie and Tom would kind of want to like, you know, let's just you know, stick to the formula. Yeah. The Mike Love way of Mike Love way of, uh, Driving the band forward. <laughs> Stick to the formula. Yeah. Know, and not grow. Anyway, I just want to say that real quick. I don't want to turn into a whole podcast about drummers, but yeah, the new the new stuff, the new Mr. this new Mr. Bungle stuff is just and it's very political too. It's very timely. So oh. um, but just the way he plays is so like we'll have to play someone yeah, uh, in the van sometime. I, no no time like the present. No present like the time. 
So I think we'll um, go ahead. What were you going to say? I say I don't know if I've ever heard Mr. Bungle. So the the first the early records are more kind of that '90s kind of rap metal kind of stuff, which is great. I guess it's fine. This stuff is full on like uh, it's full on aggro, double mm-hmm. kick metal, crazy guitar playing. It's 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 you know kind of screamy vocals. It's good. Oh, cool. I, I want to hear it. Let's play it. This show brought to you by Mr. Bungle. Mr. Bungle. And Seattle's best. And Seattle's best. <laughs> and Chad Feisty Smalley. The feisty one. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. <laughs> well, what else is going on? What else is uh, what is happening in the world today? Lots, lots. Um, we have, since we've spoken last, and uh, Chad came in with some good news. The last, the last couple of podcasts have just gone just sky high. The numbers are really taking off and we appreciate it. Um, thank you for sharing and telling and pointing and all that. That was great. Uh, wonderful news. And then was, since we spoke last time also, we, I, I picked up the phone and I called a friend of mine up in Kansas, uh, Wichita, Kansas, uh, our friend, John Werner, and he and his wife drove down to see us at our, um, uh, little rock. Mm-hmm. Like in December. Is that, was it December? With, yeah, it with was. The, with, uh, with Keith, Keith York. York. Yeah. Keith. Uh, so I called him and I said, hey, what's, uh, what's your, uh, I want to talk to your friend, Justin. He uh, runs a club called the, the Barleycorn in, or Barleycorns in Wichita, Kansas. I called him up and I said, hey, we've been sitting on the couch. We're bored. We're coming. And he, all right. So then I called Joan Narnia, is it? That real good looking Italian up in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, June, something, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Narnia? Yeah. June Narnia? Yeah. June, yeah. Anyway, I called her and I said... Like uh, where Aslan lives? Who? Narnia? In Aslan? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm making sure I know where I'm uh, <laughs> Geographically where we are now. Well, I, yeah. Uh, so I called, I called our, 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 our friend, the Narnias, and I said, uh, I said hey, you know, we're, we're going to come through Omaha because we don't really don't point the van north unless we go to see mm-hmm. our friends in Omaha. And uh, they were good enough to call. And so, long story short, can't get much longer than that. Um, mm, we uh, are going to hit the road in October. We're going to go up to, uh, we're going to go up to uh, aforementioned Barticorns, and then we're going to go to uh, Omaha, Nebraska. We're looking at talking to some places in Iowa and some places in uh, South Dakota. So, let your people know if you know anybody up and around those areas. We're going to go up, just the three of us. Um, we're going to just take some acoustic instruments we're going to we're going to uh smuggle some electric instruments with us in case we want to get crazy but we're just going to take the we're going to get get in the van we're just we're bored and stuff is slowly starting to open um i.e t-bone tom's october 23rd that's exciting news yeah yes yeah so we're going back to t-bone tom's now what's going to happen is they're not back to full capacity and they have been they took care of their, or they always take care of their patrons, but they took care of their staff. They took care of everybody around them. And they're, they're always advertising every, all their, their neighbors. They're the ultimate, the ultimate professionals. So um, Jeff, the manager called and he said, Hey, can you do Friday the 23rd? And I said, yes. So Jeff Duncan is going to come down with us. And we're going to do it. Yeah. And we're very, very, very happy about that. Fun. So, and this this date has been moved. I know that some people had noticed that we were listed on the twenty second, which was a Thursday. But so this is now the twenty third. Yes, we're not going to be on Thursday. It's going to be Friday. So just FYI. Yeah, that's and that's a good point too. Because what T Bones had to do was they wanted to keep their entertainment going, but they couldn't pay the band. You know, when you when you knock the knock the audience out of your building, you can't you know you can't afford to pay the you know what you've. Yeah, been paid. So, so what they did was they took the, they just cleared the calendars, and they were so generous and so sweet about it. They were just, you know, the Jeff was heartbroken when he called the manager. He was, it was just, uh, you know, when he said we have to take the calendar apart because we can't go on as is. So, with that, you know, that they, 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 they're kind of they're trying to build back up now, and they've been doing it safely. And then, and actually, I've, I, uh, I took my kids down there a few times. While the the pandemic was going on, we just ordered food to go to get in the car and get out of the house. And but we went out and they had it down to a science. They have their their all their their places marked, all the spaces outside the front marked, and they had the that it was it was just it was a 
it was it was like an old fashioned switchboard. It looked like because there was just one in, one out, one in, one. You know, people were betting. It's like a they were just missing roller skates. No, no to T Bone Toms. Well, I imagine they'll skates. open up the extra the out the other patio. That's last time we played there in January. It was closed because it was cold. <laughs> unquote. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to be back there, and and that's a that's a good good point to 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 make. So any anything that you have had been on your calendar. You know, before COVID hit, they've shuffled it to, and they, you know, they, they, you know, a lot of places would just close the doors and just, you know, just try to take over. They didn't. They kept the entertainment coming in. They kept putting, keeping musicians in, in, in work, and kept, you know, they, they they just kept their staff going and their their restaurant going. And their, so hats off to T Bone Toms. Barry is the owner down there. Just mm-hmm. uh, you, you just can't get, you can't ask for nicer people than that. People that believe in their product and believe in their community and their they're they're there to help and they're so so yeah we're so we're excited about getting into the van and driving and actually going on a little tour so this is going to be our first time going on a an acoustic tour without a fiddle player so last time last time we did something like this we went without a drummer so i think next time i think we should try without vocals and guitar exactly <laughs> wait Thanks. a minute chad <laughs> boom <laughs> finally yes the bass and, yeah. bass and drum store. So the vocals pre-recorded and there'll be a hologram cardboard stand-up of Patrick. We'll do the hologram thing. Right. Yeah. I've, I've <laughs> heard that some, with, with Roy Orbison yeah. and Ronnie James, Theo. Yeah. I've heard some uh, part-time professionals do that on a regular yeah. basis. Yeah. They they just pipe in their their uh, fellow musicians and <laughs> and they, they make a little extra money. Yeah. Ever thought about that? No. The part-time pro. Yeah. Look, look for it on a forthcoming era. Yeah, <laughs> dedicated to. Yes. I forgot to turn off my notifications. I'm getting messages from Tim Kennedy, camera camera guy who put together the Sherwood. Oh, shoot. I didn't put my virtual. Did huh? you put my phone on uh, airplane mode? I didn't. I forgot. Son but, of a bitch. I forgot to put Baldy. <laughs> Both of them. That's my fault. Do, should, should, should we, we start fine. again? No, no. Let's just come in again. You want, to, you, want to, you want me to fix it? We can no, do no, it. it's fine. We can, it's fine. Okay. It's as long well, as my parents, call, when my parents call in five minutes. We'll know what's happening. <laughs> we'll just deal with it when it comes. Can, can, can we keep them? Can, can they be on the show? I'm not, I don't know if they're Skype, um, Skypeable. I'm not sure if they have the technology or the, or the wherewithal well, to deal with this. They're, they're good with sign language, though, right? We could just, I don't know. Maybe. Let's try it. Oh, I don't know. That'd be, that'd be wacky. It's going to be a short sign language because <laughs> I know all of us know, only know two, you know, two sign language. Yeah, and, and both of them are very, very violent. Uh, anyway, uh, Tim and I were, were chatting yesterday because I asked him for, uh, there were actually, we had one, uh, on Sherwood, there was just, when you watched it live, it was just one one camera angle. There were actually two other cameras on the side. Sherwood what? The Celtic Festival? The Sherwood Virtual Celtic Gathering, which yeah, was a couple what? weeks ago. And uh, Tim was the camera guy on that, and he was there was a bunch of different things that he was responsible for that week, for putting that whole show together. Uh, but there were actually two other camera angles that he that he didn't use because there were some power issues and focus issues. So, but not for the entire show. So there's enough there that I can use. So he sent me all the raw footage. So I'll be putting together some stuff for YouTube uh, over the next week. And so, but coming Excellent. out over the next couple of weeks, I guess. Excellent. So it's gonna be cool it's with the fire dancers and everything. So it'll be mm. uh, solar rain. So it should be fun. But anyway, thank you, Tim. Yes, much. thank you, Tim. Tim. So we just played in College Station, or Brian, at Blackwater Draw. Did we now? Tell yeah. us about it, Chad. How was it? It was really cool. Yeah? Yeah. What happened? Like, there were a million people there, and they sold out of beer. And God, you're a natural. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching Pacino. I have a surprise for, for I, there, there was a surprise at that show. Yeah? Yeah. Big surprise. From the drums. <gasps> Is it shiny? You hit it? Cold times. Yeah. Brand new kit? Brand new drums. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I saw a birthday present to myself. I don't know why I didn't notice drum. that. I don't know why either. <laughs> That's, drum. well, because we, 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 we face the other way. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 I never That's turn around. That's him behind us. Right. Yeah, right. That's him, you know, that little tick, 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 tick that we hear behind us. That's him. Ricky, ticky, 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 Don't go that way. Ticky, You're going to lead us all astray. Yeah, my new DW drums uh, that I that I bought I bought a while ago, um, but I finally this is this is the first gig that they've been used on. How was it? How, how did you like them? Oh, they sound so good. <laughs> they sound. Uh, they they mic look, They look beautiful. They well. sound great. Yeah. 
Got my new snare drum, my new nickel over brass snare drum from my buddy Garrison at DW. Thank you, Garrison. That thing is a home wrecker. So, yeah. We're just glad we're wearing in-ears now because that snare will, will take your head off. Good. And rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, you, you deserve it. You come for rock, you get rock. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's fun. So. So for those that don't know, Blackwater Draw is owned by Blackwater Draw Brewing Company, excuse me, is owned by Stephanie and Chris Steele, who own mm-hmm. O'Bannon's, who O'Bannon's, without O'Bannon's, maybe we would be a, a DJ, DJ? A no, I think, I think it'd be, we'd be, we'd be the blackguards. Oh! <laughs> if it wasn't for Chris. Yeah, we would be, well, you know, we, we'd be doing, definitely be doing uh, uh, Garfunkel covers and... Uh, you know, definitely oh. being right. Yeah. So, um, but so Chris w- has been on the show. Yeah. 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 Just two episodes just ago. What episode yeah. was that, Chad? Three or four? I don't remember. Five, six. I think it was about four. Look for it on the five. YouTube. Yeah. 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 And uh, the, the Beast of Blackwater. So, Abbott and Costello are funny. Greg Abbott is not funny. So, in case you're trying to, <laughs> right? Yes. In case you're trying to discern. Who's on first? So yeah. both, yeah, both are pretty comical if you're not, in, if you, if it doesn't affect you, but if you live in Texas, it affects you and mm. it's not funny. So uh, Abbott's been uh, trying to, uh, Greg Abbott has been trying to choke the bar owners here in Texas to death. So if you, if you have a restaurant and you serve alcohol, go ahead, you know, bring them in, have fun, make some money. If you're a bar and you only serve alcohol, shut down. Keep paying your license. Keep paying your, your, your electric bills and keep paying all that stuff because if you let it lapse, you're gone. And we've seen untold amounts of bar owners and clubs and landmarks shut their doors for good forever because of this twat, uh, lovely human. Uh, so Blackwater and O'Bannon's have been... Mode, mode over, maybe? Is that too... That's too nice, isn't it? Mm, well, Decimated. I guess in the sense that they're mowed over, but they're growing back. Yeah. Like grass. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, mm-hmm. Analogy King. So we... <laughs> Analogy uh, King. So we... Uh, we uh, we've, we've watched O'Bannon's grow from, you know, 10 or 12 beer taps to... They got 100 yet? O'Bannon's? That's a good question. I don't know how many they have there. They it's, it's maybe not a hundred, but it's it seems it's like it. I mean, it looks yeah. like 100. you you have you have a, a good healthy dose of options when you go to O'Bannon's. Yes. Yeah, big time. And it's not there's no shit that they they don't deal in Bud Light, mm-hmm. Coors Light, you know, Mama, your Mama Light. They don't do any Mama Light. Mama Light. Uh, they they uh, they don't do any crap beer. They just do, and they've really we've talked about this before how they've brought their 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 patrons to the yeah to, 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 to the real beer to the light section like, yeah <laughs> so uh no no, no the, light with the g oh, yeah. the light with the g in okay it. Yeah. and uh <laughs> so uh so 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 they've been they've been mowed over and just basically all bar owners can attest to this is they've been forgot or uh, thrown out and forgotten by the government and uh chris Steele has been uh, he he was tireless before uh, at one point, he had a restaurant uh, called Blackwater Draw, as well as the brewing company and O'Bannon's. And he was, the guy just didn't sleep. He was mm. 24 hours a day running. And, and Stephanie, of course, you know, and they've got uh, two, uh, they've got a uh, couple, couple boys, two, two boys, Connor mm-hmm. and Tucker. And, you know, so they are full on. They're just, they're, they're doing their, their absolute best. And everybody that worked for them loved them. Everybody that went to their establishments loved them. And they're just, they are real people i'm talking about t-bone toms yeah that's the same with that's the same with the balance they are the they are the you know they are just just gold they're just the best Mm -hmm. so uh we had said that once they were able to once the establishments were able to open at any capacity we were going to go up there and and play and do a do a uh you know just try to bring them some more business and do whatever so really big shoe yes (laughs) (laughs) so uh so so we did so we went and it was great and it was fun it was fun and we had the beautiful the lovely the luxury luxurious christopher buckley come in to play with us luxurious matt he is he's what 
Luxurious. Luxurious. I'm, I'm just s- glad he wore pants. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hello, Chris. <laughs> so what we're going to do is what we're going to do is we're going to have some footage from that for you. We're going to show some. Uh, we may even do a little. Uh, we may even show you a little. Uh, maybe Patreon only. Maybe just a little three piece. You know. Oh. Excerpt. Excerpt. Yeah. Excerpt. Yeah. We don't pronounce the T where I'm from. Ex excerpt. Yeah. Excerpt. Excerpt. Um, so we were exerting on that excerpt. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. That was an exercise. Man, I'm just so we're going to uh, show you. Uh, you know, but but I I think that Chris Buckley is the best Irish fiddle player around ever. Uh, yeah. Around. around. Ever that's been around. Yeah. At least these. He these is. Parts. He is just. He, he's just. That's all he plays. I mean, he he plays country and rock with us, and he's very good at that. It, uh, it, but his Irish stuff is just beyond compare. In yeah. uh, as far as now, th- you know, I, I've heard these fiddle players talk uh, about you know the different styles and whatnot. And Jeff Duncan can he he can you can put Jeff in any situation, and he's going to he's going to make you think that you that he was that that's that's his gig. You know, when we have him play a song like spin me round, you know, spin me round the dead or alive song. Mm-hmm. We play that. Then we jump into a, a Steve Earl. Then we jump into a, you know, a thin Lizzie. Yeah. And he just molds into that. And you think yeah. that that's his gig. Chris Buckley is, and Chris can do all that stuff too, but Chris, Chris is his lane, his forte, his, his gift is that Irish. I mean, I've oh, just yeah. never heard a player play with such, uh, if you were lucky enough to see the the live stream, you'll mm-hmm. you'll, you'll attest it. Just you'll know. I, I think the best the best Irish fiddle player around. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we, we we he was in the band forever. I mean, he we, we we toured. I can't tell you how many times we went around the United States with that that young fella, and just a blast having him in the you know just it's just a perfect fit, and it didn't matter. Oh, you know, too much the night before that show didn't suffer the next day. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's, that's what you want, mm-hmm. you know, and we, cause it really, you, you know, when, when you play that many shows and you cover that many miles, it's, you know, you know, and you tie one on the night before and then you get, that was, that was one thing that we'll say about him is yeah. he never showed up. Yeah. Or he, he, he never didn't show up. No, he was, he was a pro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is a pro, but yeah, you, you couldn't, you couldn't throw too much at him. He he would play ten shows in a day if he could. Yeah, and sometimes he did. <laughs> yeah, uh, and also he so he, his band is called the Here and Now, and please check them out if you like Irish music. If you like, uh, they they're he plays with another fiddle player, Neve Fahey, and she's an incredible player, incredible player. But if you like that traditional Irish stuff, but they do stuff they do stuff that's in time signatures that are, you know, just kind of. Not oh kind of extremely d- difficult to uh, to get your head around, but they're still wonderful players. The here and now, check them out. Mm-hmm. Maybe just, maybe Chad will just reminded me of that guy from that party a couple weeks ago about <laughs> how we were you playing in all the crazy time signatures, and all we were doing was changing the, fe- the feel. You know, of, of, you know, jumping from you know, like big strong man jumps feels mm-hmm. it's not it yeah. has, it's not it's still in four yeah, four it's time a, it's pretty much all four, four oh man you're jumping through all those times it's just, just like just like rush <laughs> yeah nope <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry well, to disappoint we were, you yeah. we're just the, playing in in four four time different feels mm-hmm. yeah it's, but there's, there's a lot going on that's why that's why I, I i don't get tired of playing this kind of crap is because we're you know there's just a lot going on in the song and because of the short attention spans you know, i love those, it yeah. no, I, I, you know we're turning on a dime we're going this way now Come with us. Yeah. And then we're going back over here. Yeah. And then we're going this way. It's, it's so much but, fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's people's, a, people's reaction is people are, people are funny. Yes. Well, he was reacting to, uh, the guy had invoked rush when he, when he saw <laughs> there was a, 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 one of your, the thing you're doing uh, the at the end of the song. Uh, yeah. The end of, uh, wagon wheel. Wagon wheel. Was it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, he was like Neil Pert right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, not I at said, all. Yeah. yeah. Peart. Excuse Peart. me. Peart. Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not it's at all. always been. When, and now he's dead. So now you just, yeah. uh, just de- desecrated his memory. Thanks. <laughs> uh, 
But yes. yeah, we, we never get Rush references. In a, you know, uh, I just, maybe he's just a big Rush fan. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. he can relate to. Yeah, maybe they're rushing. Ice Cream Cone, Rush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> were, were, were you a Rush fan at all when you were a kid? For a hot minute when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, you really, have to be. As well, a I mean, you kind of, I mean, especially when you're growing up in that, during that time when they were popular, mm-hmm. my brother bought the moving pictures record and it's got the, it's got the, it's got the Tom Sawyer as a first track, mm-hmm. you know, and it's got, um, YYZ, of course, Red Barchetta and mm-hmm. Limelight. That's the first side. Mm-hmm. And those the only, that's the only rush I ever listened to. Right. Was the first side of first moving side. pictures right. because it was like four of the greatest songs they've ever done. And Red Barchetta is my favorite. If I had to pick a favorite rush song, it's that song because it actually, as the song goes on, it's telling a story. Mm-hmm. You know that song at all? Mm-hmm. But the guy that goes to his uncle's house and yeah. an old car, it's in the future, apparently. Right. And, you know, if the drummer writes the lyrics, you, you, that's strike one for me. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just like, okay, uh, now you really got to impress me. And he plays, it's like, okay, you're a good player. So that, that's okay. Yeah. Ball one. Yeah, okay. Um, but that song is cool because as the song tells the story and it gets more intense when the chase starts, the music follows the chase mm-hmm. the music actually which i i know that's that's that's, that's just good writing mm-hmm. and then you know the end the end when they make it back to the farm the way the drums kind of slow the action down with the drum fills kind of like it's just a, it's just a good a, a good way to write a, a interesting yeah. story and then also to have the music relate to that story so, yeah yeah it's neat that's the only Rush album I ever bought was that one my brother had that one and he had spirit of the radio I think it's called Spirit of the Radio, right? That album? Or one with the girl on the... Whatever record has Spirit of the Radio on it. I like Bush better than Rush. Uh, oh, don't... Ooh. <laughs> wow. And I don't like Bush. The beer? <laughs> the president? The body part? What are you talking about? The Bush. song? The band? The band. the band? Oh, yeah. Was that what they were called? Yeah. They were terrible. Yeah, they are terrible. Okay. I'm just saying I like them better than Rush. Well, Bush. they're better players. Rush has better players. I mean, music Anyway... <laughs> Yes, I was a Neil Peart fan for like a minute, and then I then I grew up. That's my biggest joke to all my friends, that like, big Rush fans. Yeah, I liked Peart when I was a kid, and then I then I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> and along came the adult. Oh, although, well. although we are doing, you know, for the drum convention this year, which is going to be all virtual, I am leading the the roundtable discussion of Neil Peart because he you know just passed away last year. So we are doing yeah. a talk with uh, at least two or three guys that knew him really, really well because he was a very private person. He, w- he wouldn't let anybody really into his circle unless he had to go through like steps, like, like getting to a mafia guy. He had steps. to really go through yeah. the 12 steps to get to him. And, uh, and a guy named Mike Portnoy who plays drums for Dream Theater, he's obviously a huge fan and, and, and a huge, um, uh, uh, Neil was a big influence on him, so he's part of the round table too. So we'll, I'll be talking to all those guys and, Asking questions about Neil's life and stuff like that. Oh, so cool! Kind of, kind of cool. To get a, a deeper insight than than just what we know from you know reading articles. Like people that actually hung out with him and spent time with him. You know, so it'd be fun. That's sure. in November. So. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll get a little closer. I'll, we'll we'll yeah. blab about it. Some awesome. More. But yeah, I just remember too. I forgot. I actually did buy the the album they put out in ninety eighty nine. Presto, Presto, I think it was called. Oh, That's you know, what, I might have had a cassette. I might have bought a show. Cassette don't tell. Was later. a big single off that one. Whatever, whatever. Depressed. I think I bought a depressed. Depressed. I think I did buy a Rush cassette when I was in uh, maybe maybe early maybe before CDs came out. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, yeah. And this was when because I knew I was going to see him. my my friend Dwight and I went to go see them at the summit. Yeah. And so I bought that. I like man at the time I liked that song Show Don't Tell, but I didn't. I don't remember anything else about that. I bought that on cassette too. This <laughs> is when I was going through a period where I was buying a lot of things on cassette. Because when I, I was had, in college, you know, the percussion section, we all we all hung out together a lot. You know, because a couple of us were in jazz band, we were all in the symphonic band. You know, you had to be at my college because there was only, there was only you know eight or nine of us total. I think out of the mm-hmm. whole music department that were percussion players, and all those guys were huge Rush fans, and they talked about Rush all the time. And I got into Dave Weckl, all that electric, weird, fusion-y jazz shit that was going on in the late 80s and early <laughs> 90s. And by then, I was into, like, Levon Helm and Richie Hayward and, and you know, did, you know different different kind of stuff. So sure. we all get together. We all got along fine. But, like, when it came to talking drums, I was like, have you heard this song by the band from, you know, you know 20 years ago? It's fucking awesome. You know, mm-hmm. and they're like, Rush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Patrick and I talked about it before on the show that uh, we just didn't have... 
that kind of falls into the prog category, I think, Rush, to a certain extent. I would say, yeah, they're, they're totally. Kind of, they're, yeah, but they're kind of like almost their own, they're, 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 they're proggy, but they're not quite as, I, w- I wouldn't really compare them to Yes or Early Genesis uh, or yeah. General Giant or any of those people. I don't know. I think, I they're kind of in think their they own category. A seriously, but yeah. whatever. Well, they all do. <laughs> all those fans do. But I see, I, I like, uh, Emerson Lincoln Palmer, to me, that's, that's fun. Yeah. It's like fun prog, because it's like, so over the top, it's just fun. Like, okay, oh, yeah, we're going to do a whole Mazorski. We're going to do the, we're going to do the whole picture of that exhibition. And we're going to make a whole song cycle out of it. Awesome. You know, that's fun. Yeah. Carl Palmer doing a drum solo and putting the bell thing in his mouth so he can put his head down and ring the giant church bell above his head. Yeah, that's, that's fun. Neil, like through composing his drum solos, playing the same solo every night. Eh. Yeah, is that fun? I don't know. Yeah. I want something new every time. And, I remember one time there was a toolbox at the top of the stairs and it it fell down the stairs and I said, Oh, that sounds like a rush song. And then I never listened to them again. I said, that, that's it, I'm done. So oh, um, it's that old nine sixteen measure at the bottom when the when the but I, I, it was one of those songs that you were talking about the first time before I fell asleep. Um and it, it was, one of the songs has a changes time signatures like nine times or eight times in the song. Yeah. And uh bores that crap out of it because i we were just two minutes ago talking about how yeah our songs are different and we go to different but but it's not that we're trying to where it's not that we're trying to clear the dance floor or we're trying to confuse you or we're trying to make the song you know jump through a hoop it's not that we're just we're just just taking you on a little journey yeah we're not without even, but we're not even changing time we're just thought, we're yeah. just the feel yeah it's a little bit different so. I, li- I like when stuff goes from a train to a waltz, to back to a train, maybe to a heavy part, and then you know, or and, and it doesn't have to resolve. It's nice if it does. If you can come back after a while, Six Sigmed was a. It never. It, it we, we didn't design it to 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 go through the thing and then end on the same. It was just a bunch of songs that we put together because we could. Yeah, and we then we didn't have to learn the, all the songs. We didn't have to, you know, come up with clever re regurgitated. Covers of a song, we just put a little piece in there, a little piece in there. Hey, why don't you play the the song in its entirety? Because we played the best part. Right, that's it. <laughs> the people actually get angry at us sometimes. It's r- rare. Well, there's, you there's been a, there's been a couple of times that people go, play the whole song, man. Come on, yeah. The, my, my my favorite time was uh, sorry. Were you going to say no? That, that was it. Yeah, my my favorite time was at Sherlock's, uh, which they're all gone now. Um, but the yeah. the original Sherlock's. On Westheimer, and it was one of those. They put us on a Wednesday or a Thursday night, and it was just dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was dead. The TVs were looking at us like, you know, finish already. No, we, we were, were done uh, with uh, L. Orbis at a bunch of Wednesdays at the one over on River Oaks. Yes, I remember yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I opened that place as, that a, was like work. as, a, as a nightclub. Oh, yeah. Before it was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's torture. That's punching the clock. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyway, we, we, did, we did Slappers Medley. And we got to the part where it was, oh, and, oh, sorry, let me rewind before that, before we did that. So there's a drunk chick off to the side and she was just screaming at us, play something, play some. She didn't say bad company, she would, but she said, you know, play some. Like, that's the only thing I can think of right now. Yeah. And, uh, or play some this, and this. Everything was this classic rock stuff and this stuff that we're just not going to, even if we can get through it, we're not going to do it. We're just going to play our set because at this point, so, so we get to the, we get to Slavers Medley and we put smoke on the water and she goes finally she gets up <laughs> and we end it we go back there she oh she was livid and yeah I shouldn't have taken her home but that was yeah yeah she was even angrier after that yeah that's like all the different reactions we've gotten from from RTs of any way you want it. Which, was that the beginning of Slapper? Yeah, Slapper's that was the yeah. intro to Slapper. Andrew I remember, I actually, we actually did that in Nebraska. Did we? Uh, yes. At, 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 at Elmont and Greeley. And, and Greeley. And people who don't know, there was at least a couple of times where somebody goes, yes, he gets up and right as we're getting to the course, like, come on, guys, let's go. People who are totally caught off guard, they're like, they're like mortified that they've just embarrassed themselves. But there's been a couple of people who do the same thing, but then they... Just act like they knew all along that we weren't going to play this song, exactly. and they keep dancing. Like, good job. That's the right reaction. Yep. 
It's fun to toy with people's emotions. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that the, one of the times that we that we recently that we played with you, we went into uh, smoke on the water in the middle of the thing, and it was just it, 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 I think it was the biggest part of the night because I remember looking at you and you're going, "This is that's how you do." It. Yeah, he just put his head down to just to I mean <laughs> to to really solidify that moment. You know, we all just put a little bit extra on it because it was just it was just that moment where everybody was like, "Oh, that it fits." No, it doesn't, but we make it. It does, you know. Yeah, very, very fun. And, uh, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to So now we're in the mixing stage of our record, mm-hmm, true. just so you know. Um, it was really shocking. The last time Chad and I were in there, we were doing overdubbing some bass tracks. And uh, it was because it was, we've mentioned it a thousand times, but here's 1001. We've been working with Paul Beebe at BB Gun Studios here in, in Houston. And uh, we've only been, because of this this time that we're in this uh, apocalyptic hellscape that we're living through, we're only able to do a few hours a week if we can even do because he's got a bunch of projects and he can only work, you know, he being a father of three mm-hmm. and uh, you know, his lovely wife, Sarah is working full time and they've got the kids working f- at school from the house and a brand new baby, mm-hmm. Jack, you know, they got all this stuff working, uh, you know, at the same time, they're keeping all this in the air. And then he comes out and he works a few hours with different, you know, with his different projects. And I, so we've only been able to get a few hours a week, but then, so we were, you were overdubbing the bass the last time we were in there. And he said, yeah, that's, I think we're ready to start mixing. And so what? <laughs> Cause it's been this endless tunnel. Yeah. You know, with this pinprick of a light at the end and you just, you just, that's it. We're not going to, you know, we'll get there. I know, but it's just going to be so, and then for that moment to hit and Paul say, yeah, we're, going to start me so now we're in the mixing stage and we are we're and we're going to have uh the 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 magnificent the wonderful christopher longwood he's going to do the mastering mm-hmm. and uh we're going to do lps we're going to do cds i just can't wait to hold a blackguard lp lp it's yeah be great yeah and uh, so so that's that's been exciting but i yeah. I, I am more excited about doing the uh getting in the van and going up and seeing our friends up in uh Kansas and Omaha, hopefully. Yeah, um, yeah. But just just so you know, coming back to present day, we are we we're taking this COVID thing very seriously. We're not going up and saying it's over. That's not why we're leaving. We're leaving because we are at wit's end. Being in the house, we're taking it. We've we've told we've talked to everybody that we're playing for up there. That we're you know we are wearing masks. We're we're we've been checked. We're you know, but we're I'm just not staying in the house any longer i'm through i'm I'm ready to go so we, we we spoke about this the three of us spoke about this a few weeks back and said what if and we found a we found a little spot in the calendar that we could make it happen so we're going to go up we're going to and uh and we're going to do our slapper cast from the road we're going to do some yes we're going to do some <laughs> Something. Yeah, I just remembered that. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, 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 what have it, I signed up for? Yeah, it's not going to be. It's not going yeah, yeah. to be like this. Yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna ha- we're gonna do clips in the van. We're gonna do road diary kind of stuff. I think we just turn the phone to each other when we talk. Yeah. Talk talk talk. Yeah. Talk talk talk. The video. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. I, I think that's a great idea. I I, I want to put stuff in there to where we're gonna you know just throw some clips from the tour and mm-hmm. the, you know. And and also, I think, and I have it on a very good source, Sienna, um, that we might be able to get June Narnia. Is it Joan Narnia or Nanana? Aslan. Aslan. Yeah. We might be able to get him. We have to trick him to be on the show? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he doesn't see this episode. He just won't, he won't find out to where it finished. Like, so yeah. thanks for being here this week, John. Like, yeah. Wait, damn it. Well, we're going to do a lion like a John Lennon, like, you know, we're all in the bed and. Oh, <laughs> I just, genius, genius idea. Write that down. So yeah, I had an idea too. I've been thinking about how we could do the show probably when we were traveling, but we could, I've got that one little tripod that Greg Fugate gave me. Thank you, Greg. I could, I could mount that on the dash and position it so you can see all three of us. And then, the only problem there would be the audio, so I could use one of my other phones or to record audio separately and pass that around like I did when we were sitting in in, in, uh, in Lawrence, Kansas. Interesting. And then I then I mix that together the same way I do this show with all the different cameras. So 
Jordan. Chad, you're always thinking, man. I appreciate that about you. He's he's feisty. He's, well, we did we did a show on the road once before at Lawrence, Kansas. Tech savvy. Uh, we have been there. We we the didn't, didn't breakfast we, bar. Yeah, we went there with you, right? Didn't we go to Lawrence, Kansas, with you on the way home to Bre- the cereal bar, bar, the 24 hour uh, coffee shop? Maybe no, we, we didn't skipped do that. it. We stopped in. We tried uh, to. We stopped in. Uh, oh right, right, right. No. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. <laughs> Bombshells. There was that Mexican restaurant that, that y'all ate. We had a Mexican restaurant, yeah. but we also, that was good. God, that was great. Uh, yeah. So shockingly good. But then we also stopped at that weird little coffee shop and they gave me cake for my birthday. Because my birthday had just, it was like midnight. My birthday had just happened. Oh, where was that? And the grand, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's the name of a town. And we talked about this before and it has like three names to it. And it's like, it sounds like a port city because it's got like something related to water in the name of it. Somewhere we stopped there. We didn't go. We didn't get make it over to Lawrence, but I've been to that place before when oh, I was on tour with John. Oh yeah, yeah John yeah. Doe, um, who hopefully will be on the show one of these days. Um, uh, me and me and the sound guy went over because he's like, "Oh, we have to go to this place." I'm like, "What is it?" And like, There's the, the the breakfast cereal place. So That's so cool. It's- we hung out there at like one thirty in the morning having cereal. Weird. Good, good coffee time. too. Really, really good coffee. I don't know. Maybe. Does Lori found that place right? I have no. A- yeah, 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 yeah. We, we were in Weston. Yeah, we were, we were talking to, to Cricket. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I got, I, I got the tail end of that conversation on, on, on a video. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, we recorded a show there, sitting, uh, but that was before we we're doing video, so I wasn't worrying about video. It was just, I was just using my phone as a microphone and kind of holding it out with a selfie stick. <laughs> so oh, I didn't Jesus, my arm didn't get tired. <laughs> yeah, microphone phone. But that worked out fine. Microphone phone. Phone. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, a lot of lot of lot of really fun things happening, and um, so are we going to update the website with uh, dates and stuff like that? Yes, mm-hmm. push people to blaggers dot com. Yes, we're check the website for dates. Mm-hmm. Of course, the store is open twenty four seven. Yes, do we still we have, have masks? masks too? Too? We masks. Yeah, we have, we have masks. masks back in stock. Yep, awesome. Thank you, Lori. Don't forget that uh, it's only September, but the holidays are approaching. So I'll be looking for your blaggers holiday shopping. On blaggers.com plus the new record in various formats yes. and maybe a little uh, something something to go with that record if you yes. uh, if you purchase if you yeah. purchase yeah pre order pre order yeah. maybe we'll talk about that soon I hope yeah I hope I imagine sometime in the next month maybe we'll have pre order information excellent news so we'll see right? yep and I think we should I think we should also do we talked about this and we've been uh, we've been now overcome with the the, the putting this little tour together but the I think we should give away some Blackwater beer. Yes. I think we should, I think we should have a next week. We should have a, we'll, we're going to give away a case of uh Blackwater beer. And I think it's probably has to be local I, only. I, I, yeah. Probably. I think it has to be local because I don't, we ship it to Houston, but that's the bad news. The good news is you could smell our breath when we uh, come through. <laughs> I was like beer. Yeah. Is that the, is that the hippie girl? What's, what, what's that one called? The, what's that fruity beer he had? I'm going to go for a border town. Oh, today. Hazy Lady? Although I'm not drinking. Hazy Lady. Yeah. I, cut, I cut myself off from drinking for two weeks, but I will have one border town today. I'll, I will allow myself that. Good man. Our next weekend, it's party on, Wayne. But that's a whole other story. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a, <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> a, that's a whole slapper cast, right? Sit, uh, I'll tell you all about it from the road. Do it. By then, we'll be on the road, I guess. Yeah. 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 Uh, October 8th. Barleycorns and uh, 9th, 10th, 11th. I think we're going to be in Omaha. Um, oh, we got some Einstein's date. Einstein's dates yes, coming up in Richmond November. and Katie, right? And Katie, yeah. That's in November. That's exciting. November? November. Yeah. 14th and 15th? 13th and 14th? 13th and 14th? 14th and 15th? 18th and 20th? It's that Friday and Saturday, yeah, right? Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Jeff Duncan, the one, the only? Yes, on both. Savior on both. It's the same weekend of my drum yeah. convention, so yes. I, will, I will be. I will be there. You will be drum filled. I'll be drum. I'll be full of drum. Mm. He's the drum fill mm. man. My drum will be full. Yes, it was one of the last shows we played. Not the last, but one of the last shows we played before the shutdowns began. Was that an Einstein's? Einstein's over yeah. uh, Mason Road. And Mason Road. Yeah, yeah. that was what? the one where the guy came up and he was like, "Play something." Oh, I mean, what do you say? Play an original song. Play an original. Play an original song. And, and, then he walked away. <laughs> and he staggered away and he sat at the bar and talked to some chick. <laughs> that happens. Not a listener. That happens more than you would think. Well, I, I think it's fine. 
You know, it is fine, and it's great because you know you have a set list there, and you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll jump through the set list. He registered there. his opinion. Yes, and he logged off. Yes, there's <laughs> one of the most annoying things. We talked about this in the show too before. But when, when people when people come up and give a request, yeah, and then you finally get around to playing the request, and you look around and they're nowhere to be seen. That's fine. And then they show up afterwards. Where's my song? Like you. We, we just we played, played it. it. We played it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pay attention. You got to pay attention. Yeah. That'd be quick. Um, it may not be right away. It'll or you be, can just trust the band. Way. If the band's any good, you can just trust them to deliver a good time. Yeah. How about that? What a thought. Yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> you really need to go to see a band and, and, and request a song that number one, if you knew anything about music, you could tell that they probably don't play that particular kind of music. Like if you went to go see a classic rock band, they're probably not going to play Miss Britney Spears. They're probably not going to play you Wham. Listen to him, you know? Yeah. Okay. You know, it's, I played a wedding with Beatle one time. Guess what kind of music Beatle plays? They play all Beatles music. Beatles. Right? Really? All the Beatles. Have music. we ever talked about them before on the show? I, maybe the Beatles, the band or Beatle. Sorry, John. Yeah. And a guy came up halfway through the Can't wedding and down. said, you guys know any Billy Joel? And we were just, we were just, I was, I was subbing, so I really couldn't say what I really wanted to say. Uptown to, Walrus. Yeah. It was just like, I am the Uptown Girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We didn't start, well, the, we didn't like start the whole show. We didn't start the Penny Lane. Um, <laughs> but uh, we were just like, no, we're called, we're called, we're called Beatle and we, we play Beatles stuff. And you know, if, if, whether or not you like the Beatles or not, there's something for everyone in that catalog. But apparently not enough Billy Joel though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Billy Joel's mentioned that before. He's he, he's he's kind of kind of miffed at them for not playing any of his songs. True. He he made it very clear. Although yeah. Billy Joel is actually a very large Beatles fan. I know, huge. Beatles oh yeah, fan. that's right. That's right. that was his start. Yeah. yeah, he told me that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. He, uh, In bed. If you're not familiar with Nylon Curtain, that that's where he really kind of let you his. You know, Beatles I just stuff read that fly. Liberty Liberty DeVito book, like his like the his drummer's autobiography, and he mentions how that one is like. One of his favorite records. So yeah, I might have to. The whole album is Beatley to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Maybe not pr- under, maybe not pressure, but as long as it's not that fucking moving out and you know what's the other song I hate by Billy Joel? All the rest of them. Yeah, I thought you liked everything up till through. I like I like like up to the stranger is good, and yeah. you know that uh, that uh, songs in the attic record is good because yeah. it's all the old old stuff that that right. they re released and that stuff's okay. But after that, it just kind of gets like too. Blah. Yeah. Too hokey. Well, even, even Nylon Curtain, it's, it's a good album. I don't like every song on it. I like most of them. But there, there's a really, really John Lennon-esque, sorry, John, uh, song called, uh, called Laura on there. Yeah. You'll, it's just very overt. But he, yeah. he, Billy Joel said that many times. That was totally deliberate, what he was no, doing. No, yeah, Liberty said this is the yeah. closest to a Beatles record. Yeah. You know, from, yeah. Anyway. There's, a, there's a song called Scandinavian Skies, which yep. is essentially his, his I Am the Walrus pastiche. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Anyway. But yeah, after after that, he went off and did uh, all that '50s stuff and the Uptown Girl, and uh, uh, he lost me there. I don't want to bore people with talking about Billy Joel. So yeah, we've already been on it for the longest time. But cross that river. All right, okay, river, river trains. Anyway, but we are uh, we're going to talk more about our wonderful Blackwater uh, Blackwater Draw Brewing experience experience next week and the Buckley. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. We're going to hopefully be able to use some of this video that we captured of the three-piece stuff and put that on the the, the Patreon. Yes. And we'll have... um, And we'll give out some beer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Give out some beer. If it survives the ride home. Yeah. Chad. (laughs) Feisty Uh, Smalley looking in your direction. Yeah, putting his straw away. What? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for telling your friends. Thanks for uh, saying no to drugs and washing your hands and... um, Wear a mask. Let's uh, wear. Let's do it. Wear a blackguard mask. Wear yeah. a blackguard mask. Yeah. Why not? Blackguards.com slash store. Yeah. Go uh, spear yourself some. Mm. Mm. Oops, he did it again. <gasps> That's toxic. All right. <laughs> we love you all. <laughs> Bye. Go to bed. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>